So you may start to see some of the patterns emerging up to this point of what I was talking about when it comes to this sort of pendulum swing and then pivot, right? You've got from the archaic beige, this instinctual survival place to suddenly this self-sacrificing place into purple and magical thinking to this three red power, power focus, like, fuck you, mom, I'm going to go live with my boyfriend, Daryl, and his brother, Daryl, and his other brother, Daryl, and doing whatever I want at whatever pace that I want and living a free life, quote unquote, to then suddenly, I don't know that this, this much freedom is good for me. And so getting into a society that is going to offer you structure and rules and a purpose and a place and then suddenly deconstructing from that role, from that purpose, from that place, and getting into more of a world-centric view and starting to look at the world in terms of speculative, material, evidence-based focus. And now, with that pattern in mind, what is the pivot from five to six, from orange to green? This is getting into a place of not just looking at material evidence, but integrating some of the belief elements back into your psychology. And it's not about belief in terms of an absolutist kind of way, but more of a pluralistic kind of way, uh, starting to investigate stories again, religions again, and the purpose of narrative and the purpose of the subjective nature of our psychology that what we've been thinking up to this point is even though we were five orange and being rational, quote unquote, it wasn't exactly um, fulfilling the entirety of the human experience. You can't quantify emotions necessarily. You can create maps and try to understand uh, emotional experiences and do it from a logistical scientific perspective. But the feeling of emotions, the understanding of your own personal experience, getting to know all of these gods and goddesses again that have been kind of washed away with five orange and what do they mean to you and understanding that there's there's a lot of that within you that these manifestations of imagination are things that come from within us that we're able to uh we're able to project out into the world what these archetypes were and so getting to know some of these archetypes within ourselves and so from a larger scale, the pivot or the response to Five Orange is also an anti-capitalistic, uh, more looking at things sustainably, trying to understand how, uh, trying to cull the excess. And I don't need all these things. Uh, I don't know, why do I even have all this stuff anyway? It's a lot to manage. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot of work. The energy kind of changes. And it becomes less about personal, materialistic get as much as I can and becomes more about, well, what do I need? What do I actually, what's the minimum that I need to survive? Um, what, do, I don't need all of this extra stuff. And then consequently also thinking about what does society need? Like, why do we have all this stuff? Uh, and all this extra stuff is causing all this harm to the environment and people's psychology. And suddenly you sort of go to the top of the spiral, the top of the mountain, as it were, look back down and you're like, everything's on fire. Because <laughs> like up to this point, you've gone to each level and at each level, you're sort of in an isolated space. You're in your own world. 
you're maybe able to experience people of different levels, but there's a disconnect always. There's a sense of like, "Mm, they're wrong about that, or they're weird, or they're crazy, or psychopathic, or there's something not right about that person. And because they don't fit the meme that you're within, they don't fit the worldview that you're within. Six Green is a different place. While it still has that, it still very much sees itself as the peak of human evolution and in a sense takes an elitist stance as a result of that. Um, It's the first time that the full spiral is able to be seen because you've experienced it, right? So you're able to recognize in other people, you know, the, the, the excess of five orange, the uh, moralistic absolutist, fighting and infighting in us versus them of four blue or or what society is doing wrong within four blue or three reds dictatorship takeovers um and violence and then maybe some of um you know two purple tends to be idealized in green as well um so three four and five are kind of uh, red blue and orange are kind of in competition with each other or or kind of competition focused the first tier of spiral dynamics, the first six levels are very much about uh, comparison and competition. It, it's constantly looking at each other as like, my way is the right way of thinking. And six green is no different. Six green is thinking that my way is the right way of thinking. The difference is that they have the advantage of knowing what everyone else's cards are <laughs> to some degree, um, because that's living within ourselves. The challenge, though, is that part of Six Green and part of the growth and part of what's happening within Six Green as an individual is understanding and developing and integrating the shadow material within ourselves. Shadow material being the shadow side of, you know, the me that I can't see, the part of me that has been operating this whole time, but I haven't been aware of or I haven't noticed or has had an effect on the world and, and I've been just like operating in reaction. <clears throat> so part of whatever is triggering to six green is usually what's happening within the self. And that's difficult to notice. Um, usually that happens through the exploration of multiple religions, not to be devout in those religions, but perhaps to take a little bit here and there about different practices and understandings. And sometimes turning to famous lecturers like Ram Dass and Alan Watts, and this was a place that collectively awoke in the 1960s, so it's fairly new at scale of flower power, new age movements, and all of that stuff. What's the challenge is that six green tends to buddy-buddy with three reds sometimes because they both are railing against the extreme practicality of four blue and five orange. There's this breathing in and out in the spiral from eight, one on the edges to four, five in the center of breathing out where the center four and five are very practical focused. Like we need to buckle down. We need to hustle. We need to get this done. Whereas as you get closer to the outer edges, it gets a little bit more esoteric and it's more intuitive as it were. And so six starts to get into this territory of getting a little bit more esoteric than five orange was while still integrating some of those practical elements but also kind of railing against it. It's kind of cannibalistic in that way, where it sees four blue as something that can be destroyed. So that's that's part of the hubris of six green, is assuming that it's its own entity and it's not built upon 
these previous levels. And so in essence is wanting to abolish society and would rather uh, society function as some sort of like kumbaya in the woods, let's eat sustainable berries kind of thing, right? And I mean that jokingly, I don't mean that so cynically, because that's sort of like the unhealthy aspects at times. Um, and part of the growth in going through Six Green is doing that shadow work and doing the spiritual work or doing spiritual practices. And so things like spirituality, in a recent episode I talked about this, that the word spirituality can be co-opted by any level on the spiral. And Six Green, getting into esoteric territory, similarly is maybe getting into similar esoteric territory that Three Red is playing with. Three Red plays with astrology, it plays with gods and goddesses, and Six Green is kind of playing in that territory again, but getting to know that within the self, whereas Three Red is very much about all of that externally as an enabling force. So Six Green can invite sometimes Three Red if Six Green is trying to be accepting of all people, all worldviews, all humanity, all cultures, um, it can be naive to Three Red's exploitation or Three Red's ability to sneak in and be like, oh, well, this is a community where I can come in and I can do whatever I want. Yeah, that sounds great. But it's ultimately will come up against the edges of what Six Green will actually accept in terms of... Um, of, of its ethical standings. So it's not going to morally police the way that four blue will in terms of fear, but six green will police more so, uh, ethically and maybe guilt can sometimes make a return here and try to push people out that way. Um, but there is a certain sense of like authoritarian superiority at times. But that's like the shadow elements that that creep in. So six green, you know, you've got the ideas of like the green movement. You've got all of this um, big picture stuff. And again, I'm not getting into all of the little details because there's so much to go into in terms of informationally about six green. But I, I've been spending a lot of time in this place. And six green is very much a lot of emotional work, whereas five orange was very rational and trying to figure out the world from a material evidence-based perspective, six green is getting into emotional territory, more holistic thinking, more, um, whole brain thinking, not just left brain or executive functioning. Uh, six green when in a healthy place integrates the previous levels. So, you know, maybe you have a business, you have something that's sustainable, that's making you money, that's paying for your lifestyle. Um, cause in a lot of ways it does have a particular lifestyle, of, um, you know, uh, affording the, you know, sustainable groceries and organic vegetables and all of those things that are good for your body. It's sort of, uh, understanding sustainability from multiple levels. And again, at its worst, it can try to project sustainability out into the world and be anti-capitalism and anti-government or anti-this and, and project out into the world without realizing that they need to accept and understand that aspect within themselves. And those are things that I've been personally working on is understanding these shadow elements within myself. So within six green for myself, I've been really trying to understand, um, the th going up and down the spiral and collecting 
some of the shadow material that I've kind of been leaving behind. So I, I have explored all sorts of spiritual concepts with like Alan Watts and Ram Dass and various uh, Zen teachers and masters looking at Buddhism, um, checking out all sorts of different um, Joseph Campbell and his work very much fits into uh, what six green tends to be interested in, in terms of getting to know the hero's journey and understanding our own narratives and stories and trying to understand my own personal story and my own narrative. It's a lot of what this podcast is, is like me telling my story and getting the story straight, you know, kind of being honest about what the story has been. Um, and integrating these elements of my previous levels to not be naive to three red, uh, but to be open-minded at the same time, but not be so, uh, but not be, um, not be ignorant to the idea that I have prejudice, right? There's, there can be such a high mindedness to six green to assume that you don't have prejudice or that because you care so much about the people who are underserved that there's a, a, there isn't a prejudice there that in order to specifically focus on one area of life, you've got to devalue another area of life. And in the modern way with more of the, the democratic liberals in America, um, there is more of that six green leading edge of uh, kind of an unhealthy space of uh, blaming and shaming uh, colonialism and white men and all of this stuff for the problems of everyone else, uh, women and um, underserved gender identities and all of this stuff. Um, and those people are lifting themselves up these days because there are fewer gatekeepers and technology has really enabled more voices to be able to get through the noise. Um, but in that effort, there has been an increased prejudice that is creating more dividing lines. And that prejudice is actually keeping a lot of the five orange Republican leading edge from moving forward into six screen. Because if you think that that's, what's going to happen, that, um, you know, you're going to become that it's like, I don't want to become that. <laughs> um, and so that's a turnoff. But um, I think in essence, for me, what I've been learning and what's been helpful for me as an individual is understanding that this is a way of integrating my story throughout the spiral, throughout my life and understanding, um, you know, what are my basic survival instincts in my relationship to that? Understanding my chemical reactions, understanding my two purple relationship to my family and innocence and playing games and my role uh, in that sense and being a good father and then three red. And right now I'm trying to understand some of my relationship to self sexual expression and some shame around that, um, related to like this Genghis Khan archetype that I was talking about related to some extreme repression as being an Enneagram one. And, um, but then for blue and understanding how atheism my my anti-religion stance was the same as might as well being a, a devout Christian or religious person <clears throat> and um, navigating through that that way. But then also having something that I, you know, I work with in and stand for. And then the five orange, like continuing to explore science and material reality and um, building my business and all of that stuff. And so all of these elements the reason that someone in six green would go through the spiral and recollect all of this shadow material, all of this me that I did not see 
is that Ken Wilber describes the entrance into the second tier as something that has a certain debt to it. Like there's a certain number of coins to collect, as it were, uh, to gain entry into the second tier. And if you get all the way up, if you start doing the growing up that it takes to get all the way up to the end of six green and start to knock on the door of seven yellow, the second tier, if you don't have the toll, then you got to go back and collect the the material, the shadow material, and do what's called cleaning up. There's there's a couple of different ideas that really help in six green. It's waking up, cleaning up, growing up, uh, fucking up, <laughs> and uh, showing up. Not in that order, but um, growing up is the psychological growth. The growing up is continuing to evolve. It's continuing to push yourself to psychologically grow and become aware. Um, a waking up is becoming consciously aware of the choices that you're making and your impacts on the people around you and the things that you say, the things that you do and, um, some spiritual practices and things like that. Cleaning up is doing that shadow material is going through the spiral and cleaning up your shadow mess. Um, not repressing it because shadow material manifests as repressed emotions, which then creates a suppressed sub personality. So there's a sub archetype that gets repressed because a certain emotion is repressed. And so six green is an expression or, or a, a exploration of these repressed emotions and these repressed stories that maybe you had to repress because of uh, fitting into your family and survival needs or fitting into a society or fitting, fitting into your religion or maybe you were shamed as a teenager and didn't quite fit into the pack um, for whatever reason. And so exploring those things and exploring the archetype that exists underneath that was still growing in the shadows and what does that look like and what does that feel like? And so when I talk about this Genghis Khan uh, character, this three red aspect of myself related to sexuality and sexual expression, that part of me is related to a lot of repression of joy and pleasure throughout my life in order to be a quote unquote good person, which is part of my Enneagram narrative. So some of it is getting to know all of these different systems as well. Psychological systems help with growing up, um, spiritual, uh, practices get, uh, help with awakening all of the Alan Watts type of stuff. Uh, cleaning up is really great with like Buddhism and, um, a lot of Carl Jung's work, archetypes, getting to know how these archetypes, these gods and goddesses have existed within yourself. Fucking up is just a natural process, but not being so scared to fuck up and make make mistakes and learn from those things. And then showing up as after having done all of this work, which is like what I feel like I'm trying to do now, is showing up and saying, look, this is a lot of stuff that I've done. This is a lot of stuff that I feel that could help you. And showing up to participating in reality because there's this assumption that getting to six green or getting to some sort of spiritual enlightenment or awakening or meditating yourself into oblivion is going to be this place where you like all of your problems will disappear. You will never feel fear again. You won't fear death. You won't feel pain. You won't ever experience any hardship ever again as, as further from the truth. The idea of quote unquote ego death or having a 
a, a, a grown-up grown relationship to your ego is so that your ego does not die. And ego, your ego is, is basically like an organ in your body. You need it to survive. But it's simply about developing a relationship to it so that it is no longer in control. And that is really what growing up is all about. That's what cleaning up allows you to take further uh, control of, because then that shadow material becomes something that can kind of creep up and take control when it needs to, unless you can shine a light on it and be aware of it and make adjustments based on your awareness of it. So, you know, I've got a lot more to talk about in terms of this Genghis Khan aspect. Um, but, you know, getting to know these various models and maps and stuff is really the, um, the, the growth path through six green, um, in a heavy emotional place. Cause it is pretty, um, it is pretty heavy emotional work. Um, but there is a certain piece that comes from doing that work and it's really enabling potential. Um, sad guru talks about the idea of purpose and people always ask the question of like, well, how do you find your purpose? Purpose is really just maximizing your potential. And part of maximizing your potential is doing this clean up, wake up, grow up, uh, fuck up and show up. Right. And so if you're going through that process, having gone through the spiral before, like the first thing you can really do is grow up and then start to wake up and be aware of yourself and be aware of your growing that you're doing and, and pass through that and then do some cleanup. And then, you know, in the process, you're doing a lot of fucking up, I'm sure. And then, um, then show up when you're ready to show up and you've got something actually valuable to offer the world and not do so prematurely, you know, because a lot of the times we try to show up prematurely with our limited scope of, of awareness or, or certain placement and in response to something being antithetical to something, you know, if, if you're a Greenpeace person that gets on a tiny boat and goes up to an oil rig and um, starts to cause problems or keeps them from doing their work, they're just going to dig their heels in further and amp up their marketing efforts and be antithetical because that's what humans do. They're in comparison and competition and we're rebellious. And if someone tries to tell us to do what we don't want to do, then we just do it more <laughs> or we don't do it more or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, anyway, I got to go inside. I'm, this is a lot, but Six Green is a place that is a lot about shadow material, emotional cleanup work, um, and taking your time, figuring out sustainability on all levels, your impact on not only the world, but, um, it's not even really your impact on the world. It's your impact on yourself and your ecosystem and what's around you. It's like thinking globally, but acting locally. And part of acting locally is refining yourself. It's, um, sustainable living because, you know, your energy is changing and shifting and growing and you might not be able to make money the way that you did before. So what is a sustainable way to make money? Um, it could be like farming and all of that stuff, but it could be just figuring out a sustainable business model that serves people and pays people and people automatically do things for you. Um, but it doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't have any impact major impact on the environment, for example. Um, you know, so sustainability in terms of energy is also a thing that I think is important to think about. Um, and then emotional 
well-being and expression, right? So for like to, to end this, I've done a lot of thinking and researching and resourcing around shadow and all of this stuff. And to do this podcast is the completing the cycle. Otherwise it just like kind of stays in my brain and I get distracted and I can't think straight. And that's part of the repression work that I want to work with in, in, um, in this repression of this desire that I have within me for mental joy and bringing that archetype out in a healthy way to balance out my natural seriousness. I'm pretty serious a lot of the time and I'm thinking about heavy concepts and all of that stuff. And, and lately I've been trying to listen to more comedy podcasts, trying to be more fun, trying to loosen up, um, and not just, just not take it all so seriously. Even with this podcast, I'm just like turning it on and recording and I'm not worrying about the bells and whistles and I'm just doing my thing in my way. And, um, having fun with it. Right. So my energy is shifting a little bit too. And that starts to get us into the next territory of breaking out of the first tier of spiral dynamics and into what's called seven yellow, um, which is more of a, uh, post trans modern, uh, thinking about systems and trying to understand complex systems for the sake of one's own survival. And, uh, kind of the second tier version of one beige beige thinking about your own survival again, thinking about, um, what's going to get my needs met and making sure that I'm managing all of my connections to the spiral to get my needs met. So we're going to talk about that when I get to the next one for now, I got to go live my life and do things. So you've got six podcasts today. Enjoy them. (laughs) Listen to them. Have a good time. And I'll post when I'm ready to post the next ones. So happychemicals.org courses, email list, all that fun stuff. Like, subscribe, share, please, please, please leave a comment. And, um, that's it. So I've been Christian Rivera. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next time on dopamine. See ya.